Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you're here for the arm wrestle for the afternoon session. So we are just going to start right about now. We have most of our panelists here. So can we give them a warm round of applause? We're going to have Ashraf Garda from SAFM, who's going to be chairing the session today. And of course, we have Utando Tabete sitting over there. Um, we also have Greg Alridge and Lucky Duplessis, Greg and Lucky from 947. Uh, we have Undumiso from Kaya FM, as well as Khumoto Matsumunyana from Kaya FM as well. Can we give them a warm round of applause? And hopefully we all enjoy the session. Okay, got that. Are you guys like enthusiastic about this? Yeah. I need to hear it like loud, man, seriously. Yeah, good. Okay, now here's the other thing. I don't, I don't facilitate any sessions at all without people taking selfies of themselves or all of us and posting it right away, uh, hashtag RDA18. I haven't been asked to do so, but I'm telling you, you need to do it now. Can you do that quickly? Yeah. We need to amplify that, right? And you guys too, eh? Pictures of yourself. You guys have done it already. <laughs> there we are. I mean, it, it did come through earlier on in the, in the previous session, um, which was that platforms outside of radio are marketing better than people in, in the radio business. And, and my simple point that I've made to you is, if you are vested in the, in the radio broadcasting industry, then why would you not market the message of the radio, market, of radio broadcasting industry now? And what we're simply doing with all these pictures and selfies of yourselves and everybody else around you, is we're simply doing just that. I, I, it'll be great as well, because I have no doubt, uh, with the panelists we have, there'll be some gems, right? And it'll be great if you obviously make notes and do what you want, but also if you are able to uh, take video clips and, and even quote some of them in terms of tweets, uh, do RDA18, that's the hashtag. And if you pick up on my timeline, Ashraf Ganda, you'll find all the names of all these people here. But I guess that you're following them already. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, everybody's following you guys. So there we are. So tag all of us. We will certainly share that. I think it'll be great if you do so, right? Thank you very much. All right, the plan is, I like the title, by the way, The Arm Wrestle for afternoons. I'm trying to think about how this is going to work. I better get a seat here so we can do a proper arm wrestle on this one here. So we'll chat. Who's going to help me with time here? You'll, you'll help us out with time? Right. Uh, we're going to chat for just under 40 minutes, right? We'll leave it open to questions just now, right? Uh, I, I have a sense that every one of these people, the one thing about people in the media industry, especially people who are on air, there's no way they come and sit here and keep quiet. Is that correct? We have serious opinions, right? So my biggest battle even now is like, how the heck am I going to divide the time between five, six people? And we'll see what, what goes on around there, right? So you guys have been introduced. I'm not going to go through all that again. Thanks for being a part of this, which I think is a fabulous, fabulous event anyway. So the broad strokes and in terms of when we talk about the arm wrestle of the afternoon, and this is specifically, by the way, in the Gauteng region. So we know we're we obviously having a national footprint here. Many of the people are broadcasting outside, 5FM specifically, Metro as well. Uh, but specifically, we're looking at Gauteng and what this really means for 
roughly people broadcasting or on air from around three, three to six. It could vary, you know, in some cases, some could be two o'clock, but essentially three to six, it's, a, it's quite a unique time and, and how that works, right? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to run through very quickly, and if, and if you guys can assist me with uh, preferably shorter answers as opposed to very long, longer answers, so we can get through a whole lot more on this issue here. Yeah. I'll, I'll start with, um, so we don't have, uh, Mo's not here yet, right? We're short of one person who will join us later on, more flavor from Metro FM, right? Uh, Tando, let me, let me start with you on this one. You know, I'll probably ask most of you the, the, the similar thing to start off with as, as a starting point. So in terms of this arm wrestle for afternoon and what you need to get out and the responsibility of being in this hot seat at 5 FM, right? What, what, what's your mandate? Like, you're there. What do you need to do? Well, I'm the first female drive time host at 5, which... Ah, there we are. <laughs> So really that puts a little bit of, I don't know, pressure, I guess, because now it's like, are you put there because you're female or are you put there because you know what you're doing? Um, so I have to deal with that, number one, internally. But then there's what every drive time DJ has to deal with, keeping up with the times, making sure you're entertained, finding a balance between what you're talking about and are you playing enough music, uh, trying to keep the listener listening for much longer, which I think we all battle with in this day and age of... Twitter and social media and Spotify and the likes. So we're battling or we, we're fighting with more than I think our predecessors were fighting against. Okay, and, and, and when you got that position, I mean, did you answer that question? Are you, are you there because you're a female? Are you there because you're good? Did you answer that yourself? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm there because I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you are. Okay. And, 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 and lastly, on that point, when you got the job, you know, when we look at Let's take sport, for example. It's very topical because of the World Cup, right? You know, there's a clear mandate. Go out and win the darn World Cup, right? Uh, maybe not for the final, the final, sadly, but for many, many other countries, right? What was the instruction to you? I mean, besides, you know, play music, have fun. There, there's a clear mission that achieve this for us. What was that? Well, no, there was no clear instruction. I think they put someone in that position because they feel they're able to carry out the duty and obviously we work in a business of numbers because numbers is what makes the money so your job is to get the numbers and it's interesting because there was a debate about whether the numbers really work we will get to that just now let me, let me bring in the team from from kaya fm so uh come on so just you know i will get to the guys from 94.7 just now uh so we'll get to both of you guys perhaps share with us again maybe that same point mandate mission that you are asked to do i'm <laughs> I'm very relieved that you also, you, you know, we're not the only people who didn't really have a mandate. I mean, ours is a slightly checkered um, history <laughs> because we used to host the morning show at Kaya yeah. FM mm. and then we were fired. <laughs> Do you want to say it louder? Please tweet, right? And we were fired from yeah. Kaya FM <laughs> very unceremoniously. <laughs> no, speak for yourself. I, I was let go. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's weird all of a sudden to get that call eight years later to say, hey, you two want to come back? It's like, what are you smoking? <laughs> but we're listening. And um, our mandate was that we want more talkability. Um, as Tando says, it's a drive time. It's very fast paced. We're also music driven. And it's um, a constant battle between um, the talk and the music element because um, obviously the music department wants us to play more. And um, so we, and we only two hours, Monday to Thursday. Okay. So it's intense. It's, it feels like a marathon um, when we finish in, um, um, uh, what we're doing. So we, we didn't have a mandate. Um, they, we, came in because we were particular personalities with a very uncaptured 
point of view. And Ndumiso came up with a name, which was just brilliant. And once we heard it, it was like, that's exactly it. Alternative, not your run-of-the-mill, things that you will never hear on any other radio station or opinions that we won't hear on other such, radio such stations. Well, I mean, not all blacks such are created we were, equal. I was fired on this radio station, yeah, well, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. No, but it's just, you know, the voice, the alternative voice. I think we've just come from a time when it's so difficult to um, criticize one particular faction. It's only really now that we're getting into the, um, especially as a black radio practitioners, um, being able to participate in the criticizing the government as openly as you want to and being able to say it um, um, out loud and not have repercussions, which is an incredible uh, gift to be able to have in this country because in, it doesn't always happen. So it's something that maybe we take for granted and we certainly push the envelope. Okay, good point. So, so the fact that there was no mandate besides like, we know you opinionated, come back. Does that surprise you? It did a little bit, but also it didn't because it was like, well, we want to work the show around the two of you. So let's find things that work for you. We don't want to make you um, as a, a, a round peg fitting in a square hole, you know, kind of vibe. So um, it, we had to, and even now, it's still a work in development. It's just like, okay, we'll try something this week. If it doesn't work, how's that conversation going? What we did find that does work very easily is like people are, that are listening to us um, have already heard the news, um, in the news headlines. So it's like unpacking it in an interesting, informative, truthful, and accurate way, and also still a bit left field. If we can get all our interviewees to laugh at least once, and even especially at themselves, then we feel like we've accomplished something. Laugh so when politicians once. come to our show, they know they're not expecting it. All right, well. great. So, so you were fired, you were let go, right? <laughs> uh, and then they let you back in, right? What did, what did you feel like? What, what sort of responsibility did you have? Like, I want to prove a point, what? Well, you know, if you, if, when you try, if you want to be arrogant about it, it's almost a case of, um, and in fact, the MD of the, of, the, of the station actually did say this, which is when he was announcing us that we're back, he said, I feel like the thing about this particular show is it was ahead of its time. That at the time uh, that we were doing it, sort of eight, nine years ago, yeah, the political landscape wasn't really ready for people that were able to just go on air and say, well, I think that the president is talking rubbish, quite frankly, or that um, we think that the DA is tiptoeing around, say, issues of race and so on. Because the type of radio that we do, we like to, to think of ourselves as extremely authentic. So we're very opinionated, uh, you know, straddling that balance between mm -hmm. entertaining and actually having serious opinions. And so how I feel about it is that now um, it was almost natural for, for the station to kind of say, well, what did we have back then with these people? Because in terms of the numbers, one of the reasons that uh, we were fired was certainly not that we were not bringing in revenue and that we didn't have numbers. It's just that we were ruffling enough too, much, too many feathers um, while we were uh, on air. And so how I feel about it, it's almost like a completion of this mandate. In fact, while we were planning our first show, we literally, in the very first link, um, started the show with, as we were saying. Because we thought this is really just complete completion of that particular man. Well, there you are. Okay, yeah. let's bring in the guys from uh, from nine nine four seven ninety four point seven. Give me your thoughts again in terms of. I mean, it's, it, there's been lots of changes within within that station as well, right? And whether I should even call it a radio station, I don't know, right? But uh, again, mandate for you from your side. Uh, we we initially took over from someone who had been on the station 
for over a decade. We know. So, yeah. so, so when we came into the afternoon, it was like, woo. Uh, and our big mandate was play more songs and get people home in a better mood. That was, that was our main focus and goal to drive us home on the afternoon. That's so simple. How, how did you analyze that? Play more uh, songs, get people in a better mood and replace someone who's been around for a decade. Yeah, the thing for us is also is uh, the one thing that we, we know, we have our sister station, I mean 702, who will give you the informative news or whatever. We realize that there's a lot of people that can do the same thing and there's a lot of people that can give you the same information. We, when you're driving home, you, you know, you've had eight hours of, of work a day. You've been, you've, your boss has been yelling at you. When you're going home, it's not like the breakfast show where you've got to be informed, you've got to be told this, you've got to do this, you're high paced, you're excited, you're up. People, they want to interact with you, but on a, on a, on a more of a downscale. So we, we, we got also told to just go, you know, guys, go in there, but also don't, don't piss people off. That's what our boss said to us pretty much. Don't piss people off, but entertain them in a way. So wait, you're not, you're not these guys. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> don't piss them off. <laughs> but yeah, we just got told to just entertain people, but in a way not to piss them off, because we are very different as well. We're very left field in the sense of normal radio presenters. Did, so. did that surprise you? I mean, don't, don't piss people off? No, we hear it. No, no. You can get anybody's backup over the smallest thing. Everyone in radio will know. If you say one word wrong, all of a sudden the SPCA is phoning you and saying, why did you put the cat in the bag? You know, it's like, things like that. People will be angry over anything. So being told not to piss people off, it's simple. Go in, don't rub anybody's backup. People will be like, oh, and they'll get to know you as you work into the show. We've been doing the show for only six months now. All right, now. quick one. Are you allowed to piss people off now? Because if, if you're getting into a show, because I'm just thinking about 947, it, it is generally opinionated, it's irreverent in terms of its style, right? Mm. So if you're, if you're too nice, why, why would people want to listen to you if you're not sticking your neck out? Well, I think a big thing and how radio has evolved is we're not, we may not be nice and we may not be purposefully getting somebody's backup, but you're purposefully being relatable to people. You're purposefully being someone that a listener in the car will go, oh, shit, he also uh, doesn't like children's parties. Or, oh, he... So it, it, gets, it gets people where they feel. And that's, that's our whole goal. So whether we're opinionated about whether your neighbor makes a hell of a noise, you're not getting someone's back up because people can relate to it. Uh, so that's what we try to do when we plan okay. the show. Let, let's move on. Uh, so, so mandate, no mandate, uh, but, but there's pressure, right? And Tan, I'll, I'll get it from your side. You don't need people to tell you that there's pressure on you to, to deliver. So, what, what makes your show work? I think our show works because it's, I mean, there's four of us on the show. We're friends, so outside of work, we hang out. Uh, and I think we come on the show and the idea is, if you're listening, we're all friends. So we're hanging out. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not formal, it's not, it's not radio, we're just friends chilling and i think that's what makes it different and we all such different personalities you're going to get i mean you have sibs who's like the very informative very serious sometimes uh i'm cz who's a complete idiot uh, and then there's me who has to kind of control everything and then there's duran who everybody loves um so it's the dynamic it's, it's the difference you can see yourself in one of us and i, I hope people listen and feel like they're listening to friends and okay. they are friends and, and in terms of hanging out were, were these four people hanging out before and then brought in together or 
You hanging out because of the show now? Well, we're not hanging out because of the show. We hang out because we actually like each other. But I mean, it, it <laughs> happened after meeting up on the show. Absolutely. So Sibs was on with me from when I was on the 10 to 1 slot. So we've been friends since then. Msizi just flew in from Durban. So he's been on the show for a year, been in Joburg for a year. And Duran has a kid and a wife, so he doesn't hang out with us as much. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Okay, but so essentially... It works because you guys hang out together. Yeah, we have an authentic relationship, and I think that comes through, where we don't have to fake things, where you know each other so well that you just literally hanging out for three hours is the best job ever. Okay, there you go. What about you guys? Why, why, why is your show working? Go, go ahead. Uh, partly because we're not really radio people in the traditional sense. We have not consistently been working in radio for 20 years. It was a complete fluke. How it happened was... Um, I read Ndumiso Ngobo's column, not column, um, um, blog on Thought Leader, and I absolutely loved his brain. I read his book, I got in touch with him, I said, dude, you are so going to be my friend. He said, dude, that's one of my favorite words in the world. And we've literally, we met three days later and we've been friends since. And part of what... Um, we, were, we would have these amazing conversations. And he thought like no other black person that I'd ever met in my life. And alternatively, because we always say when not all black people are the same. And so don't mm -hmm. assume that I'm an ANC member, that I vote a particular way. I like Gota and Chiefs, whatever. You know, don't <laughs> confirm me. Don't <laughs> confirm me, basically. Um, so we're not typical broadcasters. And I'm mostly familiar with television, whether in front of it or producing. Ndumiso's a writer. So I think part of the, the appeal is that we are not typically radio people. And so we didn't have any kind of respect um, for the rules, which in a way works to our favor and not. Um, but I think now, and it's like what um, Greg was saying, when people get to know who you are, then they get to trust you. And the, the I element, which is very much a big part of our show as well, instead of pointing fingers, this is happening at you, it's like, well, our family meeting at four, at, at four o'clock. Um, what would you do if your neighbor, you know, if, whatever the question is? And we always start with our things. And you can't okay, just talk no, no, about your friends. It's interesting friend. because often people will say, say we, so you're including everybody else. And, and like, for example, you, so let's just say if, if, if something happened, uh, I mean, there's lots of things. There's an inquiry around, you know, the, the SARS inquiry from, from that to the land debate. Are you saying, instead of you saying, you know, we have a problem with the land issue, you may say, I, this is how it's going to affect me. This is what, yes. What would you do with land? Hmm? The white people say yeah. we don't know what to do with land. What, give us a call. Let's tell them what we're going to do with the land. And some people are just like, I just want to sit on the land. <laughs> 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 and it's not your bloody problem. So give me the land, you know. And the, you know, and the, thing, and, the, and the thing about it is, is that, like she says, we, we, you know, we, when we first approached Kaya uh, back then, we really thought we just wanted to have like a one-hour thing in the evening sometime because we thought, oh, our conversations are so brilliant because we'd sit in Melville in our various states of inebriation and, 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 and think, yeah, this is brilliant and so, and so on. And so what happens is that when you get on air, um, one of the challenges that we have is always to never assume that people have been in on our conversations before. So we've got to be very... Uh, deliberate in bringing it back and, and, and talking about, about these particular things. I, I do not know if you, if, mm -hmm. if you find that. Sometimes you almost finish your thoughts uh, on air. But the fact that we, we got along, that we liked each other, the fact that we, we saw certain things a certain way. And this whole me element is because 
we're friends, we are very naked, uh, you know, with, with each other in terms of how we feel. So that it, it becomes easier when we're in the studio and I am saying, well, I'm the type of Zulu man who cries very often, you know, I cry, mm -hmm. um, sort of thing. Or, you know, last week we were having a really morbid conversation about, as a man, as a heterosexual male, would you be able to, you know, give three, a list of three men that if you absolutely had to, you would, type thing. <laughs> and, it's, and it's amazing how it is that when you, you, you start at me say, well, you know, the way Denzel walks. Do you know what I mean? It's amazing how that opens up the, the, the I listener. Could, I could ask you to answer yeah. that by listing the three South Africans and, and you guys can get ready to tweet. And now let's just move on. Right? So, yeah, that's, uh, that, that's it, yeah. Okay, so, uh, and, and, you're, and you think it's working? You guys, just in terms of this, this completely not made for radio... The response is incredible. And the one thing that people say, we get cornered and people say, oh, you know when you guys talked about this? You know, when you, we had a session where we talked about being sexually abused. And all of us who'd been sexually abused on the team declared it. Do you know the freedom it gives people? And this I learned, you know, I also came from magazines and circuit television. I've got a terrible case of ADD. I used to edit the Oprah magazine. And if there's anything I learned from Oprah was that, put yourself in there. If this woman, who's now this incredible force of nature, gave birth to a child at 14 years old, who died three weeks later after being raped by an uncle, and tells the world, then you realize, Oh, that's not her shame to carry. This is not my shame to carry. So your conversations become much more different. And so we're trying to change um, that perception, that's of like it's happening on the outside to be it's me and I feel it and this is what I would do about okay, that's it. That's a good point. Yeah, tell, tell us about you guys, huh? one, why you think it's working. Yeah, one of the biggest things for us as well is um, Greg and I got very, along very well when we met five, six years ago. And we're very different but very similar people. So wait, you guys were also chummies before? No, no. Elsewhere. So we met on air. I used right. to do a show and then Greg did the show after me and he actually taught me to answer the phones, which the, uh, Zane, who was my boss, didn't teach me. Um, but um, yeah, so, so Greg and I met and then we, we, we developed this relationship that we trusted each other, we eventually got a show together. But the one thing about us that really works is we also, like you guys say, we make it very personal. People feel, so we will never do a topic if I don't have a story or Greg doesn't have a story or someone on the team doesn't have a story because then why should you tell me your story? So it's for us, it's all about... So wait, give, give me an example, give me a topic and then a, a story that, that you mean something that you can personalize it with. Is that what you said? Okay, so, so something I can personalize. So okay. yesterday we had a topic that was... Um, whenever you had bad neighbors. And the bad neighbors in my complex weren't actually neighbors, they were the deer that stay on my complex. And they were having sex a lot. And they were wake, keeping my wife up. So I told the story on it. And then we told, told people to tell us about their bad neighbors. But the stories came in and everybody has bad neighbors. You have the person who leaves their things out, the one. So it's, it's, it's a, they feel if we connect to them, then they will connect to us. And that's, that's the one rule that Greg and I have. We like to make sure that they get to know a little bit about us. Even if it's Greg doesn't like to go to baby parties, we want to know what's the worst thing that happened to you at a baby party. We, Greg will tell that story, his, his, his incident with a child that he knocked over by accident, and then we will go on. So it's, 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 it's all, right, all about our... Go, go ahead, Greg. By accident. <laughs> I think Lucky pretty much summed it up there. I mean, it just, uh, uh, and everyone's spoken about it, it's about putting yourself in and also thinking about other people. Thinking about the you, and, which is you know, rule number one in radio, thinking about the you being the one person who's listening and actually engaged. All right, let, let's move on to something even, even more important. And we said initially, <clears throat> it is about the arm wrestle for afternoon. So it is about ultimately getting market share, right? So, and I'll start from a 5FM perspective once again. 
how how do you know it's it's working for the station now uh, in terms of this arm wrestle how you know you, you you know you're winning this arm wrestle debate i think Or are you in fact sure i don't know i think i mean at the end of the day you want to leave people feeling like they've experienced something you know like you want to radio has to live outside of that studio so if i walk in the street it's amazing when somebody relates a story that you know I may be told on air or knows I don't like something. So it's a very personal thing. I mean, I work in different mediums in entertainment, and of all of them, radio is the most personal, most intimate, most real. It's it's like as real as it gets. There's no faking it on radio. I mean, if you fake it, people can tell because people really get to know you. And I think that's the best you can do as a radio personality. I think just be true to you, be true to your listener. And have fun. I mean, I work at Five FM, so you know the point is to have a good time. The point is, I mean, if if they want to listen to sad stories, they listen to Seven O Two. You know, <laughs> if but if no, I mean, I listen to Seven O Two. I love Seven O Two. No, really. Some of your best friends listen to. Yeah, some of my best friends listen to Seven O Two. And I will move on <laughs> on that one. But yeah, the point the point is, I mean, Five FM is is we're young, we're having fun. I mean, even if you're not young, you're young at heart. And the point is a form of escapism to forget whatever it is that's happening in your life that's causing you absolute misery. I mean, there's times where we talk about absolutely nothing, and that's the time when people react the most. It's it's the funniest thing. You think you want to talk about something groundbreaking? Nobody's interested. You want to talk about something? Really, like stupid. Like, I mean, yesterday it was an idea. We didn't actually do it, but it was the cold front. We were gonna say it's so cold because I think it was Anello who tweeted, "I needed to go pee, but I'm scared to pee because just now I pee ice blocks." <laughs> so it's so cold. I, you know, small things like that that people kind of catch on to that help them forget about their problems, and that's our duty to okay. to make people. And here's the important one from. I'm not too sure whether your station manager, program managers in the audience here, but but but. Is it working for them now? That means in this this battle for for the cow tank space, which is a lucrative money space, right? For them ultimately, uh, are they giving you feedback? I mean, does does advertising uh, and sponsorship and listenership support come your way? Where management are like cool? Well, I mean, you look at the green in the log. <laughs> If there's more green. You're doing an okay job. It's good. You're moving in the right direction. I wasn't here for your numbers discussion, uh, but apparently those are um, debatable. But uh, so in terms of numbers, in terms of money, I think we are definitely bringing in some money to five. I hope. I don't know if there's. I don't know if there's anyone. Okay, we'll find out just now. Anyway, give uh, me from from your side in terms of now the in the light of all the things you've said, I'll use the word market penetration, right? So. Is it working for for the station now Our to the point where where they are able to measure to say what we wanted? You guys are doing it for us. Absolutely, because we certainly showed a marked improvement from the last um, from a year ago. By the way, it was a, it's a one year anniversary this year. Alala, alala, <laughs> yes. And um, the numbers are looking good, and the advertising is looking even fresher. So we're very happy, and it's great because also part of it is that Dubisho and I also have an agenda, though I must say, you know, we were yeah. extreme leftists. And we're trying to bring a society that's quite conservative 
to be a little more open-minded about gay issues, about um, women's rights, you know, about um, um, abortion, you know, think taboo subject matter we try to bring in at between three and five. When you are driving with your child, yes, you should have a child, a conversation with your child about abortion. But then we'll put it in a way of like, Ndumiso, what was your conversation with your son about when you talked about the birds and the bees, you know, um, so that it's much more relatable. So there is a little agenda that we try to push because we are trying to, put, to make our listeners less um, homophobic and less conservative. So, so bottom line, you, you're not, you guys are not objective, right? No, well, no, yeah, yeah. Is, it, is it possible at all <laughs> to ever be objective? I, I, I never aim for, for objective, but back to the question that you're asking, is you know, about how it is that you know that you're on the right track. She's saying that we, you know, on Monday was our first anniversary, and we actually literally for one hour opened up the lines. So there's a quantitative side of things where, yes, we've, we've, we've done better numbers than where the station was at this time slot last year, but also the qualitative side of things where you say to people, what does it mean for you to be uncaptured? Because this is what our show is called. It's called uh, Uncaptured. And people say, we don't want to talk about that. And people go in and they, and they tell you how it is that you have, you've made tweaks in how they, they think. When people call the radio station and they do not call me in Dumis and they say, Babagas hi, when they, so they talk about my children, because I talk about my children all the time, you kind of know that there's something, there's a, there's a movement that's, uh, that's, that's actually happening there. And, and does that translate in terms of yeah. uh, a thumbs up from, from Kaya FM? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, well, because you know, I'm going back some... to that point about market share, like, <laughs> yeah. it needs to work for us, otherwise we'll get shown the door once again, right? No, we keep on being told more of that, more of it, more <laughs> of that. So, yeah. Which is incredible to have yeah. that kind of support right, um, well. from the management to say, we trust you, mm. don't mess it up too much, we'll defend you at the BCCSA, but allow us, <laughs> don't, don't make us defend the indefensible. So we don't, I mean, we're actually quite proud that we have the most number of BCCS complaints um, <laughs> at the station. No, really, it's just no, like, we, we, we gotta we. push people a bit, you know what I'm saying? Um, the biggest rant was, and she got a lawyer even, like this woman, because we went down like a ton of bricks on motivational speakers and how useless they are, and everybody's <laughs> a bloody, oh my God. You know, but things like, that, we like to push a little bit. I, we don't mind being offensive, but being responsible about it, of like, I can understand how there's a different point of view. We sometimes think too similarly, and mm -hmm. so one of us has to be the contrarian, the contrarian yeah. because otherwise it's like you know twiddle d and twiddle dumb just agreeing with each other which is what we're saying we're trying not to have south africa okay. be. It's like can we be in the same household and one member be a da and the other be eff right. and, the, and, the station, and the station is always saying there's a thin line between being uncaptured and being unhinged don't be unhinged to be uncaptured yeah, uncaptured okay yeah. you guys from from nine four seven had two as you made the point replacing someone who's there for 10 years so besides the niceties and I'm getting back down to the business side of it, you have to deliver for the station, right? How do you know you're delivering? Mm, well, the, the numbers are good, but we don't live or die by the numbers because the numbers, they're always up and down, they always fluctuate. But I think a good thing to look at as a nice measurement is you look at your P2s and you see whether they're noticing things that are going on, where people are like, oh, no, I, oh, I don't normally listen, but flip, I heard this. Um, and when you're hearing that more about the whole station, and when the whole station's getting more um, sponsorships and promotions, which is a huge focus on our station. Our station, I think, is one of the biggest money pullers in the country. And, and they put a huge focus on it. Um, so, so when they're coming in, 
we're going, okay, they're cool. And when there's a little bit of a lull or a doldrum, then do you worry? Do you check it out? But I mean, generally, it's at a constant pace of growth in terms of we're getting more advertising, we're getting more sponsorships, promotions, advertisers who are willing to do something different rather than just going generic, which is a tough market. Everybody's fighting for the mm. generics. Um, but when you're going in for sponsorships and promotions and cool big clients are coming in and asking for your show, then I think then, you know, then you you know it's, it's happening. Okay. Well, it brings me on to another point, and I'll get all your thoughts on this one. In terms of you know, audience, so quantity versus, versus the quality part. And let's talk from a 5FM point. I mean, the numbers generally are good. I understand that. But you know, are you, when I say you, it's you or your station, are you ultimately judged by saying, like, hold it, Yes, we want the biggest numbers, but, but it's not about that. There are individuals we're targeting with a certain amount of spend, because you know, going back to your point, advertisers will join in when they know the audience that you're talking to is an audience that they can deliver, uh, that, that you can deliver to them, right? Uh, so in, in your targeting, then, does that come up as part of your discussions where, you know, do I target one, uh, 500 people or 5,000, but 500 people who are worth far more in terms of spend than the 5,000? Well, I mean, from an on-air perspective, to be completely honest, I don't think of people of quality versus quantity. Uh, but in the back of your mind, and don't hate me for saying this, but I worked at Y before I was at Five. And it's two completely different listeners. The, the listener at Five probably has a higher spend. We're looking at ages 16 to 24 at Five. So it's young people, maybe new money, or young people whose parents are willing to spend. So in terms of quality, I don't know. I, I don't think I judge who listens to us okay. personally. You, you guys? I think for us, the most important thing is, and, and, and I think as we're all radio DJs, it's about doing your job. Because listen, you, you come in into the show, you never go, okay, listen, I need to grab a person who's going to spend 100000 You go into it and you're going, well, and I've always said this to Greg, competition is the cornerstone of what makes us great. So you have to be better than Tando on her show. You've got to be better than Metro, than Wine, than whoever. So we go in and going, and Greg and I, when we do a bad show, we walk out and the elevator ride to the bottom floor is a nightmare. Because he's upset, I'm upset. So we, got to, we go in going, we got to do our best show today and every day. And that's what it is. It's not, I, 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 I've got to be honest with you, I've never thought who's going to spend if they come to us and they go, guys, we want to spend two million rand, cool, we're doing it. Thank you, you've been listening, you like the show, but it's not about... Okay, maybe it's not for you, but Bean Counter, certainly within your That's station, are probably doing the same thing. You guys, just from the Kaya point of view? Sorry, what was the question again? But, but in terms of, do you... So, you know, besides giving your own stories, are you under pressure to understand who you're speaking to in terms of how much money they've got to spend? Because advertisers will follow you when you follow that audience and then the audience follows you well i mean i think everybody's under pressure to get that whatever former lsm six to ten kind of range um in bulk as much as possible that's it's there you know um but we um it's so organically there for us that it's not really something that we've ever been kind of called to pay too much mm -hmm. attention to and the fact that we co-host and it's male and female and um both very strong um, people, I think, gets us a, a wide variety. So, no, we don't have that pressure. We will get um, information from research around who is actually listening. Like, and I'm always surprised, even pleasantly. Um, mm. Yesterday, we had the um, CEO, acting CEO of Sasa, and one of the people who called was affected is a guy who washes taxis. 
who am for 15 rands a pop. So, and it, whereas it can also be like somebody who owns a gallery, um, Momo, who's like, you people, I can never leave the car when you're on radio. So it's a wide variety for me. It's just like, let it be people who are interested and open-minded and want a, an alternative conversation. Okay. And, uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm just saying that also remember, also, you know, as a, as a station, Kai FM, I think the MD is always at pains to point out the fact that Kai FM, uh, not just as, as, as lip service, that we are in competition with ourselves. We do have this um, idea of who it is that, that we want, and we even have a name for, for this person, you know, the, the Afropolitan. And so when the station goes out and gets on-air personnel, it's, a, it's that match to say these are the people that will speak to the target audience. Okay, that's an interesting point. Let me just say this. We've got about five or six minutes to go. <clears throat> so maybe time for three quick questions. I wish I had 20 questions, but three. I'll get just the first three that picks up the hands. One, two, and there's maybe a third one, right? You raise an interesting point, perhaps from a 5FM point. Just talk about that, which is to, how important that your personality and the personality of your show matches or mirrors or, or should not match or mirror 5FM? I think anyone who's brought onto any station is brought on because they see you at that station. They feel like it's a good match. Uh, sometimes, I guess, they maybe get it wrong. Sometimes they get it right. But I think it's very important that whoever is anchoring a show uh, be a good reflection or a, a reflection of what the station is trying to put out there. If, if that makes sense. Okay. Let's talk, you, you guys want to add to that? Lucky? Um, actually, I, li I listened to Tender Tobato's show when she was with um, uh, 10 to 1. Justin. Justin. Mm. And I heard your show and I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is quite a good show, whatever. When you got the drive show, your show was much better. So it's, it's like sometimes you, you might be doing a show. No, no, no. Like I was like, your show was really like impressive. Like it was like a completely different show and it was so much better. And sometimes it's, you might be doing a show and it might not fit in. Like you guys say, you would maybe like is ahead of your time and then you came back and you're fitting the show. So sometimes it's just about timing and who you're with and who you're doing the show with that, that you might fit better in that space as well. Gets me to another point, which is like the issue of, of you know, the, the production team. And I'll get to that in a second. Okay, those three questions. Go ahead, Ryan. Is it working? Okay. Guys, you all rock. Um, the questions fairly. It's it's about mother tongue. Okay. Um, I work in the Vanak space and ALS stations. There are there is no mother tongue Hauteng station. So I'm actually not addressing this to ninety four point seven guys. No point. We There's no point. We're, no we're point. I get it. Nine four seven. Got it. Uh, but speaking to you guys from Kaya and Five, um, and it's not about the, the station um, mandatories, but you have mother tongue. I mean, Matsunyani, we know you very well. You guys, how, how is it for you, and are you allowed, and what happens if somebody calls in and they're speaking, are you allowed? Do you have to redirect them into George? How, how, does, it, how does it work? <laughs> okay, got it. Right, we've probably ask, got uh, time for one person to answer. Do you, do you want to go for it? Go ahead. Okay, so uh, on my show, it happens a lot. So there's certain things that you can't say in English. <laughs> you can't quite express it in English, right? So, I mean, Sibs, uh, she's Tosa, and Tosa people are very expressive. 
she'll, she'll just belt out her closer and then I will translate and it becomes like a thing. So I'll immediately translate. Uh, sometimes we get uh, voice notes because we're in a time yeah, of voice yeah. notes. They'll send us voice notes. They're singing in Zulu or they're speaking in Zulu. It's just making sure you're not excluding anyone. And I don't think it makes sense not to allow people to speak whatever language they want. So, so you play those Oh, absolutely. Okay, got that. Uh, right, next question, right? Hey? Okay. Hey guys, uh, Tabang Musulani from OFM. Um, Hello, I've come Tabang. to realize, hey, uh, I've come to realize that there's a growing trend. You know, um, a lot of people, personalities are being hired uh, because of the amount of followers they have on social media. I mean, I was listening to Rapulana the other day. He does uh, a Sunday show, R&B and soul music, and I thought to myself, what absolute trash is this? Um, I want to know, does it work? Do you think it works? Does what work? Um, hiring personalities. Ah, because I see, based on social f uh, media yeah, numbers. Yeah, basically the, 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 the yeah. hashtag, open up. So we had interns uh, about industry. a month ago come through to five. And there was one guy who says, you know, he's been trying to get into the radio space, uh, but someone told him he doesn't have enough followers <laughs> on Twitter. So I said, what absolute rubbish. Um, that will come if that's really what you want. <laughs> uh, but I don't think people get, I don't know, uh, those who hire and fire maybe can let us know, but I don't think people get hired based on count. We have seen instances where people get hired because they're popular or very famous and, to be honest, don't have the training, the experience to be in a slot that they put in. Uh, I've been in radio for a decade now, so you look at that and you're just like, that's so unfair. I've had to, you know, I've had to work to get to where I am. But uh, the beauty of radio is it, it looks easier than it actually is. Absolutely. So once you get into the hot seats, you kind of have to show us. <laughs> so you reveal yourself. Absolutely. Okay, we, we're going to, do you want to say something? Yeah, on just very quickly on the language issue, because yeah. it's very important for okay. us. People speak whatever language that they are comfortable with, um, and uh, we respond. There's people who will only speak, like there's Tamsanga from Fosloresse. Tamsanga from First Lores, Ubuakasi Zulu. He only speaks in Zulu and is uncompromising. What we will try to do is contextualize it um, for everybody else. But if somebody's really struggling, we're not going to hold it against them, but it's nice to include everybody else who doesn't speak the language. Okay, and I, and I, don't, I, I don't think I've ever done a show in the whole year that I've been doing the show where I haven't had to speak in Zulu. Uh, for, for the two hours more. Okay. It's, it's an interesting point in terms of where we're going as a country. We, we're going to just about wrap up, not yet. Last thing to, <coughs> to all, all four of you in terms of the parties, right? Uh, once you get hired and you have this responsibility of arm wrestling, counting, what's the, how, how important is the support from your production team that we never hear about on air? And, you know, production, program manager, station manager. How, how important is that? Uh, let, let's go for the 947 guys first. Um, for us, it's huge. Uh, for us, it's very huge. Uh, we get a huge, we get huge support from the production team, um, from our producers, from people working backstage, you know, doing the the sound engineering, everything like that. So I think with if you're doing a drive show and you don't have that support and that backing, it's not going to last very okay, long. Okay, got that. I've been told do it like soundbite style. So quick, thirty second answer. Yeah. But then also, if you're starting out in radio, uh, don't depend on everyone else. You can do a lot yourself. You can okay. pull through. Got that. 
Um, I can't imagine the show without the technical producers. I mean, there was a time we're privileged now that we have all these people. It's great. But there's a time where, like, uh, like Gregor said, where you're literally doing everything yourself. So, um, yeah, it makes, it makes life so much easier. Okay, good. It makes or breaks a show, literally. Um, like, it, 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 makes or, it breaks it. If you've got a good producer, you've got an amazing show. A bad producer just kills everything. Okay.